All right, folks, welcome to another episode of America's Hometown Hara, and I say good evening to you. We have another jam-packed episode tonight, so why don't we jump right the fuck in and get uh, our housekeeping stuff out of the way. Uh, first of which is where you can find us online if you're so into things. First is our website, which is apod.com. That's A-H-H-P-O-D.com. Head on over to our website, which was designed by our lovely co-host, Catherine. Uh, you can find out more about the show. You can read our blog. You can listen to the show right in the website. But you can also find us on all of our other socials, including YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search for America's Hometown Horror, and you will find us. And you can also email us at hometownhorrorpodcast at gmail.com if you feel so inclined. And uh, I have to mention our two sponsors, as we have each and every week. First of which is Horror Facts Magazine. You can find them at horrorfacts.com. Great resource if you are a fan of horror uh, for all kinds of news, reviews, editorials, and other horror podcasts, uh, but ours as well. And then also we're partnering, uh, we're an affiliate, I should say now, of Fangoria, the first name in fright since 1979. Head on over to shop.fangoria.com slash hometownhorrorpod or use the code hometownhorrorpod at checkout for an exclusive 20% discount on any Fangoria merchandise, including uh, a first-time magazine subscription or any of their clothing items, uh, head on over to Fangoria and get yourself a 20% discount courtesy of America's Hometown Horror for the new year. Get yourself some nice threads from Fangoria and uh, treat yourself, treat yourself, treat yourself. Gentlemen, Matt and Andrew, my co-hosts, Cat uh, is off tonight. Guys, what's going on? Good evening. Hello. What's up, Today? dude? How's it going? Doing. I'm doing good. good. Fantastic. Doing good. Right in the thick of found footage February. I know. Mm-hmm. Right in the thick of found footage February. It's uh, week three of found footage February, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I'm feeling good now week that three I uh, already. Now that I have uh, the dog taken care of, because yeah. we covered the outwaters last week, Andrew. Remember? And uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you guys did? Yes. When did you record that? Uh, the other day. Oh, so okay. that'll be out yeah. uh, this week and then next week, this week, this next week, I this episode will be is, out. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Like, wait a minute. Timeline like, doesn't necessarily short, matter, but, but that's okay. Yeah, like it's so, um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, obviously if you're listening to this episode, hopefully you listened to last week's episode, hopefully you got a chance to see the Outwaters, as Matt and I recommended last week on the show. Uh, a really fun movie, especially if you can see it in theaters. We both enjoyed it a lot. Good, and, clean, um, fun, I'm sure. Yeah, it's going to be tough. To, it's probably going to be, uh, you know, the theater showings are going to be sparse, few and far between. But if you can see it, as uh, we said on last week's episode, can't recommend enough that you actually go out and see it. But yeah, go back and listen to the episode if you are so inclined. Should be on Screenbox very soon. Yeah, should also be on Screenbox Which very soon. If you don't soon, have Screenbox, so. what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, you can get it through Amazon Prime. It's like Prime. four bucks a month. I gotta get I'll be yeah. wait once that comes on. Fire 2's on. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. So uh, we've had a lot of awesome horror releases so far the first couple weeks of the year. Uh, over the last couple of months, and uh, the next one that's coming up, which I think we're probably going to do an episode on within the next couple of weeks, not necessarily found footage, but I feel like we're all going to see it, so we should definitely do an episode on it, is uh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, which comes out, and I know is exclusively in theaters um, in Kingston, Mass., at least if you're listening to us locally, on February 15th, so you can go see it then. Uh, I know all four of us will be in attendance, because Kat and I did get a babysitter, so... Oh, really? Yeah, I might not make it. We'll see. Depends what time does it start. Uh, I think it's 7 o'clock. All right, I I might be able to do that. Sarah's got a haircut at 4. Okay, fair enough. 
Well, I know at least Kat and I will be uh, will be available for that to go see it, and I think Andrew, you probably oh, will too. Yes. Absolutely. And uh, who knows? Maybe maybe Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey <laughs> will be uh, a winner. I guess we'll see. Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. Apparently, it's already been. Uh, you you told me this, Andrew. It's already been green lit for a sequel. If I can yep. only speak. And then he's also Christ. making a uh, another movie. It's going to be like a. The, he, they already mentioned my that the baby's going to be... My God, man! And, he's, and they mentioned, too, that like the monster's baby's going to be kind of like the monster from The Ritual. So I kind of like... Wow. Like, that's amazing. He's just ruining childhoods. Yeah, apparently. Um, been watching a lot of Winnie the Pooh recently with my daughter, and to think of Winnie the Pooh as a murdering psychopath hmm. is kind of a crazy thought to me, so I'm very excited to he see this movie. He is a bear. He is a bear. So apparently it's what, him and Piglet, right? Him and Piglet, yep. Murdering They're, Christopher Robin. Uh and other people other because people they become well. feral because it's a bastard and left them. Oh, Christopher Robin. Bother. Oh, bother. wonder if he talks. I'm just a little black ring cloud. He's going to be a... I, that's what I was wondering. I kind of think it would be better. I hope if, he has the same if he, No, not, like that would be awesome, but I feel like he's just going to be like Leatherface, just make noise. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm interested to see what happens with this movie. If it's, uh, it know. just sounds like a regular voice. Hello, I'm Winner. Winner the Pooh. And Winifred Pooh. I'm, I'm the Pooh. I'm the Pooh. Welcome to the Hundred Acre Wood. I'm going to murder you now. Goodbye. Welcome to the Hundred Acre evening. Woods, bitch. <laughs> Give me your fucking... So, guys, what else has been going on? I know, Matt, uh, obviously we talked last week about uh, the awesome opportunity that we had to go see the Outwaters up in Salem. Obviously, mm-hmm. it was a great time. Andrew, I wish you could have come with us because it was uh, a lot of fun. And fun. this is the type of movie that I feel like would be right up your alley. Yeah. And but it I'll was, see it uh, soon enough. It was fun. I'm excited to see your thoughts, or hear your thoughts, I should say, um, when it comes out in the screen box. Yeah, Cats like what, too next week. Or that's Friday. Uh, I don't think there's It'll been be a release date. Release date yet? For, but I think uh, I'm. I'm just hoping by the end of the month. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be. It's too, not too playing long. anywhere near us. No. no. So Matt checked, and I uh, couldn't find it on anything. Uh, I think it's only playing like in Boston and Salem. So if you want to make go is. go make the road trip, you certainly can. But by myself, uh, sir. Yeah, I mean, hey, it's worth it. I would. Uh, I would call you the man personally if you went up by yourself. Yeah, Took a bunch of yeah. Holes in the, end, up, <laughs> yeah. end up on Revere Beach. There like, you what go. the fuck happened to yeah. Andrew? <laughs> Dude, I uh, so my my <laughs> my GPS up to Salem took me uh, along Revere Beach, and I was like, "This is what all the uh, all the all the stories that I've heard are." Conf-. And it was the middle of the winter. It was like driving along like Hull, but I'm sure. it's like Walson Beach. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, or walls. Yes. So, hey, Revere, fuck you. But hey, if you're listening on the No Shore, we love you. Keep listening. Guys, uh, before we get into uh, one particular movie that I know all three of us are dying to talk about, the latest trend in horror between The Outwaters and Skinnamarink, which is the movie that we're going to talk about. Spoiler. Um, There's been another announcement about A24 producing another horror movie that is a obscure YouTube found footage, not even found footage type thing. Actually, it is found footage, but um, apparently A24 is making a movie about the back room. That's scary. Um, have that. you guys yeah. watched this YouTube? I, 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 no. That was a while ago that I watched it, and I remember it. I, I enjoyed it, but I'd have to rewatch it. It's very, it's very creepy. Yeah. Uh, Matt, you would like it. Um, it's, so I guess, so... I saw. I read an article on Bloody Disgusting the other day about how The Outwaters, Skinnamarink, and a couple of other movies that I forget the titles of are setting this new trend for something called liminal horror, which I guess 
essentially what they're saying there is that the story takes place over spaces that are kind of like office buildings or houses or like weird like little things like that and that's going to be the new trend in horror because tiktok reddit creepypastas have become so popular like a lot of the stories that are in all of those things have become so influential in horror that this is what we're going to be so i personally think the short films of the back rooms are pretty good and pretty scary I'm hesitant to see what they make out of a full feature of this. Matt, I know you haven't seen it yet. Andrew, I know you have. Yeah, what are your I, thoughts? It's going to come back around to when we start. Yeah, it's gonna, let, let's talk about this, and then we'll get right into Skin and Marink. How about that? Um, I think it's wild that they, this, that 17-year-old kid that made those bets, he's yeah. directing those movies. Yeah. Like, they gave him, like... On his summer right. vacation when did from high school. 2016. So he, he was younger was really than young. 17 when they... Yeah, he's things. 17 now, right? I don't know if or they came out... Or was he 17 I don't, I don't, at the time? I don't know if they came out that long, though, because he's still in high school right now, and apparently he's directing this movie on his summer vacation. Right, A24. From either high school or college. So, uh, if you can find it, Andrew. I, actually, I have it right here, too. Oh, it came out in 2022. I could have sworn that was... What is this called? The Back Rooms? The Back Rooms. So, if you look it up on YouTube, you'll find it. It's a series of videos. There's one <laughs> video so that's more... Like prominent than the other ones. How many are there? Oh, 2019 is the short. Is that like thing? About? Yes. Yes, it's very, very spooky. 2019. So if he's 17 now, about uh, two years ago, <laughs> he's probably be in college. On on college, I should say. So if you haven't heard of the back rooms, it's a uh, <laughs> he a series. He's 13. He wasn't in college. <laughs> A series of the found footage horror videos, which have thus far garnered nearly 100 million views and will now be wow. adapt- adapted by the big screen uh, by A24, Atomic Monster, Chernin Entertainment, 21 laps. Cool. Uh, let's see. So Good the director, who is, his name is Kane Parsons, who right now is 17 years old, will direct from a script by Roberto Patino, who did a movie called GMZ, apparently. Uh, he'll have to wait till his summer vacation from college. So, wild. And this is, I feel oh, like... Where is he from? Is that... uh, let me see. Pretty cool name. Can't find Can't it on. Can't find candy it Candy canes are good. I'm sure you could probably find it if you looked it up online. Cane candy cane. Candy cane. This is Cane, yeah, cane with a K. Cane with a shit. K. But um, I would say that if, if you haven't seen The Back Room, it's very similar to a movie that we want to talk about right now, which is called Skinnamarink. You can watch on Shudder. And... It's the type of thing that I don't necessarily know needs to be made into it. The Backrooms on YouTube is perfectly good and perfectly spooky as a YouTube short series of videos. Maybe if the plot's expanded, it'll be good. I don't know, Andrew. But Skinnamarink is the example of the good idea for a short story that goes feature length and has very polarizing reactions. And I think when we talk about this movie right now, there is going to be a wide varying, or actually maybe not that wide varying, but a varying degree of reactions, which obviously, great story, an indie film that was made for $15,000. The director's name is Kyle Edward Ball. He made the movie at his childhood home, which is really, really cool. You can tell, I think, that he inserted some of his personal experiences, or at least if you read some of the interviews that he's done, which there's a lot of them, he has said that that's, you know, a lot of it is based on his childhood, 
certain fears, if will, not his experience. Um, so Skinnamarink, I feel like we should wildhood, wildhood, wildhood Dude, yeah, wild note. And uh, Matt and I, Matt and I talked, Matt and I talked about this last week. But I feel like so we covered obviously the Outwaters last week, and Skinnamarink is a big release on Shutter right now, huge movie. I feel like the Outwaters and Skinnamarink are going to be two movies that are linked together because they're similar films in terms of their simplicity and their minimalism. And this might be a new trend for horror, as example as exemplified by the fact that The Backrooms is now getting a movie. So we might see more of this coming forward. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess um, let's just talk about Skinnamarink. Um, who would like to go first? I think all three of us have differing opinions. Probably. Andrew, why don't you go first? I've never been more bored watching. I love slow burns. This was, to me, just an... It was, there wasn't one thing in the movie. The whole time I was just like, being like, something's going something's gonna to happen. Something has to happen. And then it was like an hour and 20 minutes. I don't think anything's going to happen. And then some stuff happened, and it was like, that was like, the, I was, this is what I was waiting for, was that? Like, I just, I get the concept. I know it's experimental horror, but sometimes it's bad. And I just, I just personally thought it was absolute trash, basically. Like okay. I just, I hated it. I did not like it. So that's not far off from a lot of what the reaction has been to this movie. I feel like it's either you love it or you hate it. Um, it's 50-50. Yeah, it's split down. I personally feel like I'm not on either side. I thought it was perfectly okay. I thought it was a very interesting concept. I like the way it was made. I like the lo-fi style of it. Mm-hmm. I thought a lot of like the, the aspects of like the toys and trying to recreate the fear of or like the feeling of being a kid that's afraid of the dark and afraid of being abandoned by your parents. I like all of those concepts, but it was so, so much longer than it needed to be. I was just, I was, I checked my watch probably four or five times during it. It's just so many static shots of just ceilings and hallways and floors and toys and TVs and public domain cartoons like it's a cool idea but it would have been better as a short film if this was 30 minutes i probably would have loved it and i feel like i i just didn't it just wasn't for me i i gave it two out of five on letterbox because mostly because i thought it was interesting not because i thought it was like like a crazy watch because it isn't so there's yeah, some I, I there's some spooky that. stuff for sure it's um, not even that spooky it's like, it's that's that's the best way like, I can describe it because it's not Like scary. I understand they're trying to build the tension and get that to you, but it it takes too long. You're building the tension. If you're building that tension for 10 minutes and then stuff starts to happen, cool. You understand, though, that there are some people that are calling this the scariest movie they've ever seen in their entire life. And you know life. what I would say to that? Those people live under a rock. Yeah, because they should, haven't seen a lot of like, horror movies. The, like, I feel like it's this new age where... The whatever comes out next, it's the best thing I've ever seen. This is the best thing. This is the best, and yeah. it's and I feel like that happens a lot with every generation. Everything's yeah. the greatest thing. Whatever comes out next, that's the best thing ever. It's that yeah. recency bias. I know. You but. you beat this drum quite a bit, and you're you're not wrong at all. Because well, I mean, I just, that's just my, I feel I like that is like for me. with social media and everything. There's more availability for people to say like this is so awesome or so bad or whatever so i agree with you it's also it comes down to also the fact the hype around this movie was oh my gosh it's gonna be cool. whereas like you said if someone was like hey this is 20 minute short film on youtube called skinner give it a check and i watched it and it was pretty much that just boiled down the stream and so i'd be like that was pretty good and then i would have just had i would have yep. probably actually liked it but it was just there was this hype like it's the scariest thing you're ever gonna see 
And then it's an hour and 40 minutes of just, what are there, 50 words spoken in that entire movie? And like, yeah. I know it's it's it's, it's certainly the it's the same um, scene over and over again. Like, it, it requires your attention ugh. and your patience. Well, which it had my patience I, and, and attention. Matt, I, I know you want to give your opinion on this, but I would say like this is the perfect example. Like I think the back rooms is a perfect twenty-minute YouTube yeah, they did a great scary horror film, and apparently Kyle Edward Ball um, based Skinnamarink on he had a YouTube channel where he basically made films out of people's nightmares and. The comments that he got on these films turned into Skinnamarink. The most common, like comments about people's fears, common nightmares and fears. So he made that movie based on those things. Which again, great idea. I think it's really cool. It just didn't ultimately work for me. I know you hated it, Andrew. Matt, what did you think of it? Um, I, I'm kind of with you. I was a little in the middle. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It was underwhelming. But there were parts of it that I thought were extremely effective. Um, in particular, when I think it's the girl, Kaylee. Yes. When she goes upstairs and she's looking around and looks under the bed, and when she comes up, the mom is sitting on the bed. Yeah. Facing the other direction. Yeah. That weird. That was creepy as fuck. Because, um, and like, especially like as you're watching it, you have no idea what's coming next. You're kind of anticipating it. I watch this in the dark pretty fucking stoned. I feel like you I feel um, like I wish I had watched that by myself if, in the dark. Yeah, I feel stoned. like this is this yeah, and is, then I probably is... would have been having a heart attack somewhere in my house. So the type the type of movie, you know, obviously we drink on this podcast and we're usually we don't condone usually a, a couple of us we like well, marijuana. We do because usually a couple of us are high on this podcast. <laughs> doesn't mean we condone at any given moment it doesn't necessarily mean that we condone doing either of those things I think while you should driving do it all the but time. while watching Not horror, really do both those things. Um this is a good movie to watch high. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, it was just, I, I got through it, but yeah, no, I agree. It's like, it's long, longer than it needs to be. There's not really any point other than it being that kind of experimental idea. Yeah. Rather I, than a movie. I think it's more of just an idea, but I don't think anything he did would, I don't think it was bad. Like, I, no, I, it certainly you know I mean? Bad. Like it was just. Oh, I, but I yeah. can understand that people going into it are going to be like, what the fuck? Like, that was 100 minutes long. Yeah, like, I think like, Kat and Andrew both hated this. But I don't I think, I, I would think you, would, you would, would agree this yeah. is not a poorly made movie. I was just going to say it. I was going to say, he definitely proved that he can, he's got chops. He can for, capture a He can a make vibe. a movie. He can capture a vibe. If you give that guy more than $15,000 to make a movie... I think he's not going to make a movie that. If you get that guy a real budget, he's not going to do the same shots of these things. He's doing that because it's cheap, it's effective, and it's a good way to make money. And that's why the horror industry is going to make more of these movies because they look, they go, this guy made, made this, this movie did $2 million in like the first week it came out or whatever. Yeah. Off $15,000. So yeah, it's a slam dunk idea. But if you give this guy an actual story, but with money, I think he could make a banging movie. I have a but. But. I have the butt too. Box office sales <laughs> don't represent the quality of the movie. Correct. They don't, but I have a butt. But, <laughs> but in this day and age, if you market it correctly, you're going to make money off it. It's like all these stupid fucking Marvel movies but. that they make now. Those movies are <laughs> no, trash and on, they hold make on, no. before you go millions off the rails. of dollars. I'm going to I'm going to pull a Jeff Goldblum. Go I'm going to pull an Ian Malcolm here and say, "John, no." Cuz you uh, the, you're saying the equivalent of if I made a flock of condors on this island, 
then you wouldn't have any issue with it. And I say no to that because the marketing machine behind the Marvel movies is so much greater than any of these indie horror movies. Oh, I completely agree, but they have a niche marketing area and they know how to market to that demographic. I don't even necessarily agree there's a niche market for these horror movies. I don't agree with that. I think there's a huge audience. I think I think if you ask I think there's a general three people probably know what the fuck you're talking about. There's a general horror audience for sure. That are gonna like that's like me. I'm gonna try and see as much as I can whether it's good or bad. I wouldn't even call you uh, Matt, I wouldn't call you a general I call you a hardcore hardcore horror audience. But still like I'm saying general of being like, I'm not, like, I'm going to watch Megan when, it's just like, I'm not going to go to the fucking theater to see everything. No. But I'm going to watch as much of the content that comes out year by year that I can. But what I was going to say is so, (laughs) it's because I'm going to end up losing this thought. No, no, do it. And so, having these liminal, liminal? Liminal, Liminal movies come out, which I don't even think the Outwaters was that liminal. I think it was minimal, but I don't think it's very liminal in terms of how you described it as being in kind of one place, because it's in such a big fucking place. Is that even, a, is liminal so, a word? What so, I actually I didn't know. even, <laughs> so so it is. Let me, let me give you the definition like when I find it. Because yep. I, I understood, and like, when you Google the word liminal, I know this is not good for a podcast, these are the images oh, that come up. Okay, that makes sense. So I'll post a screenshot of this, like on our Instagram story. But like it's, I I guess if I had definition for the word, the definition for the word is occupying a position at or on both sides of a boundary or threshold, or relating to a transitional or initial stage of a process. That's not okay. Well, no, that actually does make sense. Okay, but so think of a long, skinny hallway that looks exactly alike on both sides for as far as your eyes can see. That's the best way I can describe That's it. Yeah. But so the sense. the movies, the, you have this movie that was $15,000 and made $2 million. This, that, and the other thing. And now there's this other one coming out and saying like if this is going to be the next big thing. If it ends up like this next movie, this back room. If it's the same fucking thing. Well, no, but if it's a big hit and it really is really scary and it's really good. But if people see this and they're like, well, that movie is fucking boring as shit. And now they see this coming out and they're like, well, is this the same as that? Like, some people might be like, well, I'll fucking wait till it's on Shutter or something and watch it then instead. Yeah. So I, I I, hear your point. I present a counterpoint. A24 picks up. Yeah. That is wild. A24 has a good wild. name. Huge. But, like, it, it all comes, I think it comes down to marketing. But it's like some people, I, I, it always cracks me up when people are like, this said that it was going to be the scariest movie since The Exorcist. It's not that scary. Say that about and I'm like, do you think The Exorcist is the scariest movie in the world? They're like, no, I laugh every time I watch it. And then I'm like, well, then what the fuck does that comment even mean yeah. to you in the first place? So, Well, we're going to talk about a scary movie tonight. I don't want to get fired up because sometimes like horror, there's there's horror, the horror community is so widespread, but there's a, a lot of gatekeeping, really like negative, shitty fucking ideas that float around yeah and i mean it, it kind of is what it is but there's also a lot of good people too but you're yeah. not wrong you're 100%. not wrong it's like any fan it's anything. base if yeah. anything and you get your comic book fans music fans yeah i know Marvel andrew well there's Marvel. like there's like music <laughs> fan like it's just yeah like, music yeah, fans i games, hate everything, any yeah. like well it's the same thing as this country not to get political you have your one percent on the left your one percent on the right i can't stand either of them yeah. it's the same thing when you have like that 
1% of fans that are just so fucking out of control that you can't talk about movies without talking about this movie. This movie wouldn't be around without it. Yeah. I can't. I can't. Well, see, I, ha- like, I, ha- I, can't. I have part of that in me, but then I also but have. But you also but have levels. I have, There's a level to Yeah, it. I have the other side that's like, yeah, but I mean, Return of the Living Dead's an awesome movie. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I can kind of mix and match. I can watch dubbed over Italian schlock fucking horror movies. Of course. <laughs> schlock. <laughs> yeah. So. Because you're a person that enjoys horror. Yeah. You know, just, I feel like I a lot like of the people that necessarily in. review these movies don't necessarily enjoy horror. Like, I feel like some of them pretend to enjoy horror, like the mainstream shit, but don't like the otherworldly weird shit that's Which, again, though, it, may, it, it confuses you know? me, like, because, like, you were just talking about tic- we're in the TikTok day thing is instantaneous. Need this, need that, need that. I don't know why anybody likes this movie. If they're, well, like, if they're TikTok fans, an hour and so movie. No, yeah. <laughs> so great. They don't great, even watch movies. You brought it up. Great point. So uh, both these movies that we're talking about, Skinnamarink and The Outwaters, both got notoriety from TikTok, mm-hmm. especially Skinnamarink. And uh, Megan did as well because. Both dance. So Megan apparently in the, the movie she does dance. like a like a, a TikTok dance. And they put that on TikTok before they even released the trailer for the movie to promote the movie, and it made a shitload of money, so it worked. But that's a huge marketing tool. Yeah, it's a dance. But what like, they do for so Skinnamarink and Outwaters, both on TikTok, around. made a huge impact. And I feel like that's Skinnamarink more so than the Outwaters by a landslide. But it just it just goes to show this is going to be the way of things now. I hope it crashes and burns. Well, so I don't know, hard. dude. TikTok TikTok is kind of on the uh, on the bubble right now anyway yeah so we'll see what happens with that China. all right all right so uh i guess one sentence final thoughts on skin and Marink. andrew go suck my fucking butt wow i don't know what else to say. <laughs> okay. like, i'm trying to think of something nice to say okay i'll go good idea that went too long worth checking out if you have the patience of a god matt yeah if you if you're willing to if, if you go in knowing what it is it's very minimal there's some creepy parts in it there's Pretty decent jump scares. Um, but, you know, turn the lights off. Watch it at night. Watch it alone or with your significant other or whatever. Do do your thing. Um, and just die. If you're going to watch it, dive in. Just be completely open to it and let it do its thing. And then that's it. It's 100 minutes. Yeah. That's all, that's all I can say. So I realized I, I had a point that I wanted to make like last week and I forgot about it. And I remembered just now. So, Matt. Your cadence, your voice, and you kind of actually look... You remind me a little... Oh, that's a compliment. Yeah. Me and my buddies love that guy. He's hilarious. Oh, I mean, he's fucking hilarious. I feel like like the cadence of your voice and, like, the way your voice is... Is because I shaved my face? No, no, it's not because you (laughs) shaved my face. No, but you kind of just remind me of him. I'll take it. I watched his uh, stand-up special on YouTube uh, last week, and he's fucking hilarious. He's got some good skits, too. He's... Oh, oh, uh, Gillian Keeves? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Even just, like, his, like, like... Like when he's on other people's podcasts, it's fun. Yeah. Just, he's, the way his mind were controlled. He's very funny. He's a very funny guy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm glad even though people tried to cancel. No. So. Anyway, uh, you guys want to talk about The Last of Us, Episode 4? Yeah. Quick? This is a pretty, this is this is also kind of a minute. Yeah, uh, I thought so. Too. I mean, I thought it was a very good episode. I, I think it was an important episode. It was a character building episode, but... Um, it got exciting towards the end, and now I think this next one, which is actually the new one's coming out on Friday. Yeah. Yes, because of the Super Bowl. I saw yeah. that. Yep. Yep. So yeah, I was kind of bummed because this Super episode Bowl. was picking up, and then I was like, it's over? I'm like, how fucking long was that? It was, it was only 49 minutes. I was like, every yeah. other episode's been like an hour and 20 minutes, I feel like. Yeah. See, I, I feel oh. like people people did say this was a slower episode. I didn't think so. 
I thought last week was a very good episode, but a slow episode. It was story building. It was character building. And I know we talked about it last week, Andrew, about, you know, the, the storyline and everything. But I thought that this one, this felt more like a video game plot. Like, it's just like, yep, okay, we're going. Here we are. We're in Kansas City. All of a sudden, we were in Massachusetts. Now we're in Kansas City. So. <clears throat> this felt more like any apocalypse. We're shooting, we're shooting at people, and we're beating people up. We're stabbing people, yeah, and, like, true. all that stuff. And I, I I mean, I thought it was pretty rad. I'm not yeah, going to lie. I, I thought it was pretty it. Yeah, fun. That's what, I, that's what I'm looking for in these shows. Like, I, I do enjoy having... Like episode three, those deeper episodes, because yeah, it builds that story. Otherwise, yeah. it's that fucking TNT show I've been binge watching. Yeah, oh, you, gotta, you, yeah, you gotta, yeah, you gotta tell us about so that. But I can't remember the name of the fucking movie. Falling, falling, falling skies, skies. But put it's a pin. Such trash. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You can get to that in a minute. <laughs> but uh, Last of Us, I would say, I just, I thought this was a good episode. I think it's always good to introduce Melanie Lee, good actress. Yeah. Obviously from Yellow Jackets and uh, fuck. Uh, two and a Half Men. What yeah. else is she in? What Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Always Sunny Philadelphia. What were we talking about earlier? Uh, it was just recently. Too. Yeah, I don't Yellow know. Yellow Jackets. Oh, uh, uh, I don't know. But she's 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 very good in this, and she plays a badass. And oh, yeah, Castle it's funny. Rock. Castle it's funny because she's kind of like... Yes. Was she in Castle Rock? Yes, she was. She, yes. she was the... Uh, mm-hmm. The uh, person with the thing in the book. <laughs> the yeah. face and the hand. She still has her like light, like third grade teacher-esque, like, presence about yeah. her that I think as a just a maybe I think I just get that from her as a person in general it's like you're sitting in class and she's the one handing you like chocolate milk before you take a nap yeah she's the like the nice teacher like in preschool but like she's kind of guy. playing like a really hardcore yeah very sinister character but so especially has, in this but yeah. position is kind of funny she always has that little twinkle in her eye though so you know that there's good something's in there. off yeah <laughs> she's sexy I think she's sexy personally yeah yeah Never thought of her that way. Me neither. I, think I thought of her, of her like as a teacher. teacher. Was <laughs> well, I think I think I think the twinkle you're so talking about in her like, eye, where she's like kind of crazy, is Mike but also staring at her like get over. I'm like, yeah, okay, you're kind of sexy. Bring me that Mad Men. She's sexy. Sorry, I don't know yeah, what to what say. The thing is, Mike's thinking her from Mad Men. So she's she not, in Mad Men. Wait, she's not. Oh, it's Mad Men. Not Mad Men. Two and a Half Men. Two and a Half. Oh yeah, she's she's very very sexy in Two and a Half Men. I was saying Mad Minute, except for the fact she's attracted to Charlie. Hopefully she didn't. That's what caught I up said. in his little web. <laughs> yeah, yeah caught I hope so too. I, I I think based on her career, clearly she didn't, which no, is good. So that's that. great. Unsaved. But um, yeah, I'm. I, I think if you've seen episode four of Last of Us, I'm excited to see where the next episode kicks off. It looks like there's going to be some crazy shit that happens. This was this. I mean, I guess I can see where people thought this was a filler episode because it kind of just showed what was leading up to one thing. But I wish Cat was here right now because I know last week she was very up in arms saying like oh it's like pretty similar to the walking dead but it's better it's better and like i agree it's better it's not similar to the walking dead because the walking dead would have taken one whole season to progress from massachusetts to kansas city this took an episode so i feel like the story is just moving so much faster and i like that a lot because they're just going across they're getting to their end point the end point has always been like cross country and they're getting there I mean, this is, what, four episodes? Fifth one's coming out this Friday. Fifth one apparently or, uh, is looking like it's going to be a fucking banger. I know, I know. We got some huge There's like monsters fungus and monsters shit. and yeah. shit. Yeah, oh, it looks awesome. That's so, what I'm yeah. fucking talking about. But I think also, like... guy monsters. And again, like, uh, this is like a big thing from the games, but I think in this episode it did a, it did a great job of building the relationship between Joel and Ellie. I think yeah. you can really start to see them become close... Him start to feel like a father figure, like she keeps reading him the puns. 
Oh, which are actually pretty funny. Actually, she yeah. you know she does, a, she does a really like good ones. job at being very likable. I, I gotta say, I was apprehensive about her when I saw she was cast as this character because a lot of people had a problem with it that played the games. And I have not played the games because I don't own a PlayStation. You can only play it on PlayStation. And I looked at the character. They don't look alike. But, I mean, she's been fantastic. Argu- I'd no, say better I had, than I had no Pedro idea who Pascal. She was until I watched She's up there. I mean, you haven't watched they, Game of Thrones. They complement oh, each other. She's in Game of Thrones. Well. Yes, she is. They they play off each other very well. Mm. Um, I thought this girl was like twelve to be. I mean, she's. I'm not I, sure I how old she is. She's not much that older than twelve. She's nineteen. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay. In real I life, she was like 16. which is wild. Yeah. I was like, you're nineteen. You look like. That's why I was like, I was like, I don't know who this is. She was in Game of Thrones. I mean, I've seen a few episodes. So she was in. Either the last season or the second to last season of Game of Thrones, where Jon Snow was trying to collect allies for his war against the North. So she had a very minimal role in that. Well, no, she didn't actually. She had a pretty big role. There was a small island that she like just happened to like fall into, like rulership of, and she was like she was playing a twelve-year-old girl on that a few years ago. But it was so funny. She was actually in the show like for a few episodes, and then she got. She was, like, in battle and got killed by a, a giant Shit. in a very graphic way. So she's a good actress. Well, obviously she's a good I... actress because, real quick, side note, has nothing to do with this. British actors are much better at doing American accents than British accents. I mean, that's a fact. I did, not I, she, she's British. I was like, oh, yeah. she's fucking British? I was like, I would never have guessed that in a billion years. Right. Unless you're Gerard Butler. Then you have the worst American Melanie accent Melanie Linsky? Ever. American or British? She's American. Like, probably British, I don't know. It's like she's Australian. Okay. Neither. Yeah. But she's yeah. not American. Well, kind of British. Not American. Kind of British. <laughs> not American. Kind of only British. gave me two options. <laughs> uh, well, she's not British, actually. Well, I mean, Australia's technically British people British went to Australia. Yeah, yeah, British, that's, that's yeah the, so yeah, she's British. British so. All right. But they have a slight, like, more twang to their. Definitely British. More of a twang. Okay. Like a southern accent in Speaking of Australia. Speaking of Australia, indeed, that's a great segue. Uh, anything else to say in The Last of Us Episode 4? Uh, or anything else before we go into Lake Mungo? Oh, we're going to do our watch list? Oh, oh yes. Do you have any? Yeah, so I watched the shitload. Andrew, go ahead. So I'm just going to throw two movies right out there that are not horror, but they were good. Uh, I watched The Banshees of Inna Sharon. I got to watch that. Very good. Yeah. If you liked In Bruges, very good. The chemistry between so Colin dark Farrell comedy, and Gleason right? are... Yeah, it's very dark. I heard it's very dark. It's dark. It's yeah. but it's it's amazing. Like they do such a good job with the comedy in it that you never feel like it's that dark of a movie. Yeah. It's just very well done. I love those types of movies. I, I almost like that type of movie more than I like. That's like my well, I mean, a good movie is a good movie. It was excellent. Yeah. Like I can't believe Colin Farrell turned into the. Um, I watched. I watched No Time to Die. Good Bond movie. Check it out. It's it was two thousand one. Is that Goldmine? Well, no. Right? I had just realized that like I hadn't watched a Bond movie since. What did like, I say was the last one I watched? I watched Quantum of Solace was the last one I watched. That was like two more after... Um, Die Another Day. Or is it, Yeah, Die Another Day. That's the last one that I watched. Long time. Pierce Brosnan like I, and Halle Berry. I fell asleep watching Skyfall. I didn't even watch Spectre. I think there's one after that. And then I just picked... See, that's what I like about Bond movies. People are like, gotta watch all... I'm like, it's a fucking Bond movie. I don't it's need to watch any... Yeah. He's shooting people. He's making out with some hot chick. Yeah. He's gonna take over the world. Russians are probably doing something for the... Actually, um... Remy Malkin? I know Remy. What the fuck? I know he. That sounds like about. a hockey player. <laughs> Remy Malik. Yeah. Uh, he was awesome. He's like the Bond villain. He's Mr. Been in Robot. A fucking Mr. Robot. Uh, he's been in a bunch of shit. Like he's one of those actors that like you, you look at and you're like who the fuck is that? Which actor? 
Remy Malik. Oh yeah, uh, Bond movie. Yep. Bond movie. He was Mr. great Robot. as a villain, Mr. Robot. Yep. He wasn't in Ex Machina, was he? No, that was. Dude, you know what? I actually was gonna say Ex Machina, but I is he in is that? He? He I know be. it's. I know it's. What's that guy's name? Oscar Isaac or Isaac Oscar or whatever the fuck. I'm pretty name. sure <laughs> Oscar Isaac. Not Oscar Isaac. Isaac. Yes. Is He's in, in that. There. Two first names, always yeah. winner. <laughs> yeah, Isaac Oscar wouldn't sound right. Oscar thing. Isaac. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's. Dom he was in Annihilation. Alicia. That's what he was in. Annihilation. Yeah, no, Remy Malik's not in. He was in this really weird movie too. Alicia like, Vikander's in it though, and she's excellent looking. It was like Malhart something, Buster Malhart. Like and that was a really weird indie film. Like Buster Malhart. That is, that's in the name. Man. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was good. So back to like enough with fucking James Bond. I was gonna say I, I apologize. Uh, as I said a wee wee. What was uh, what was the genesis of this conversation we were talking? I was about? talking about Rami no Malek. Time, I was talking about No Time to Die. Oh, he's the so villain. I in still the new haven't Bond seen movie. it. That movie's fucking sick. Yeah, I haven't seen a right. Bond movie since Quantum of Solace, which I told. Which I, that's insane to me that you didn't see Skyfall, dude. I, I haven't I, seen okay, so I saw Spectre. I saw about an hour and thirty <laughs> yeah. minutes of what? Skyfall, and every time I fell asleep. Do you guys? Minutes. Do you guys actually consider yourselves Bond fans? No. I enjoy them. Oh I, I enjoy them the same right. way I enjoy like a Mission Impossible. I don't. I don't not like them. But are I the just, newer I ones? Are the newer them. ones R-rated or are they PG thirteen? No, they're, they're all PG thirteen. Really? They're all PG thirteen. Yeah. That's why there's no tits, dude. That's that's a problem. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, if you put some tits in Bond movies, everyone's going to see it. Everybody. I mean, a simple R rating with some boobs and blood actually probably. That's what would, I was saying when we were thing. playing it earlier. Yeah. I was yeah. like, if these movies are rated R, they'd kick so much more ass. That's why I asked because I was like. The newer, I couldn't believe that the newer ones aren't even. No wonder I haven't gone see them because you know, <laughs> nipples. No gratuitous nudity, <laughs> nudity, and uh, please give me no some. Blood. There's plenty of side boobs. No blood. No blood. Um, and then I also so I watched Pulse, the 2001 yeah. Japanese horror film. I just yes. got an update that my shipment is being processed, so I should be getting that soon. I I, I can't wait to hear what you think about this. So yeah, tell Have me you about seen it? it. I haven't I haven't watched it yet. No, I know it was on it's, the uh, the countdown. It's more proof that Japanese horror just. Like, they just really know to show... They have a great way of mankind in general and how we really are. Like, this, if this movie came out in 2000, like a pandemic movie, it's the same. It's just everyone's isolated. Computers just came out. Everyone feels isolated. They're going to die alone. And then it's weird with, like, these ghosts coming out of the computers. Don't give too much away. I haven't seen it yet. You yeah. haven't seen it. You haven't seen it. Yeah, nope. so that's, that's what I was trying not to. Um, I want to watch it on the Blu-ray that I'm getting. It's very well done, and... It's also this movie came out in two thousand one. It's way ahead of its time. It's basically like, if it's as if this movie knew what technology was going to be. It probably did. It nailed it. Yeah. Couldn't do a better job. It's there are some parts of this movie that are just your skin's crawling. And the music early in this movie is so fucking weird. It's like weird, like women making like. Huh? It's like kind of like sinister, like the clips, like when they do like the uh, uh, yeah, yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just. You hear and then you're like, this is really uncomfortable. And I watched this in the dark. That always like, I don't like me yeah, so much about those, Sinister was the music. And the music, they do a really good movies. job early on. And it's, it feels, it reminds me of like, it's like a post-apocalyptic kind of like, it's almost like 28 Days Later. It's but like a it's dystopian. Not. Yeah, it's a dystopian. It's like yeah. the end of the, it's like an end of the world. I can't wait. Her. So where did you watch this, by the way? Shutter? Amazon. Amazon? Amazon? I think Amazon. it's on Shutter though, but I, I got it on. i always on my Amazon. I wouldn't Amazon. be surprised if it was on Shutter because it was sure on Shutter's TV. countdown. Or Tubi too, yeah. Tubi, but there, I Tubi was, there were commercials. Tubi so, really has everything. Okay. Um, so I watched that, and then I also watched um, another 
found footage movie Butterfly Kisses from 2018. Oh yeah, you've been. Um, oh yeah, Cat Cat was struggling to understand what you. Were doing. She thought I was talking about the Rick Carlisle song or Butterfly the, Kisses or the, or the butterfly Kusher effect, uh, the which Kusher which movie. I don't even understand how you confuse that. I, or I, the I metamorphosis type, of a caterpillar. I didn't type the like. Andrew, one thing you if, understand how Cat thinks? Uh, she saw the word butterfly, and that's amazing. Uh, butterfly she, effect? No, I clearly wrote Butterfly Kisses. She doesn't read, Andrew. She doesn't read. Butterfly? Yeah, she doesn't read. This is Lover, easily. I had watched this movie like three years ago, and I was like, "This is easily in my top five. This movie fucking wow. slaps." Okay. It's basically this story about um, it's like an urban legend, like a creepy pasta, peeping tom, who the only way you can see him is if you stand at the end of this tunnel in this town like this, and you stare at the other end for an hour straight without blinking, which nobody can do. So they try, they try to catch. It's like these two kids trying to catch it on tape. And they realize, what if we use the camera as the... Because the camera, camera doesn't, blink. doesn't yeah. blink. So it's basically this folklore, creepypasta about that. But that is the beginning of the movie. And so there's this filmmaker who moves into a house. He finds all these tapes underneath, like, a water heater. Their tapes, the, the found footage that they were making for, like, a school project. And then yep. he watches them, and he wants to turn that into a documentary. So another documentary crew's filming him while he's making a documentary. So it's like... it's. It's film within a film. Film within a film. And it's like his mental breakdown while he's trying to prove this true and everyone's telling him this is fake, this is hoaxed, and all this stuff. And then the last, like, 30 minutes, it's wild. It's a fantastic movie. Okay. It's so fucking creepy. This was on, I think, Amazon 2. Okay. Okay, so my question to you would be, would you talk about this movie next week, or would you like to talk I about The Conspiracy? I actually would rather talk about this movie, because I think this movie's better. Because I, I think actually, it's much I really like The Conspiracy, too. But I, I know. I, I think Butterfly Chris Kisses is I'm going to watch both. Anyways, watch it? Yeah, yeah, watch it anyway. Well, yeah. yeah, watch. How about you guys watch, both watch Butterflies, and then we decide as a team. Okay. And The Conspiracy, team too. Teamwork does make watch the dream work. Gotta watch them. Okay. I've seen the conspiracy. So. Well, no, I know we. No, but so you all, only we, have to. watch Matt hasn't. I, I have. Yeah. Cat definitely. So you have to watch both. Yeah. You just have to watch Butterfly Goes Better. Absolutely. Okay. Fair enough. Fantastic. Andrew, good watching. Good watching, my friend. Matt, anything else you've watched besides Last of Us and besides um, Skin and Rink? I got my Vinegar Syndrome copy 4K of From Beyond by Stuart. Mm. Have you guys seen this movie? Mm-hmm. Um, it's the Lovecraft one. Long time ago. Oh yeah. So I watched that when it came in because I was really excited of the artworks. Yeah, that was one thing. I was, like, looking at all the artwork on yeah. those, and I was like, that's so cool. Um, that movie rocks, and I love that it's, like, the op, like, because it has both Barbara Crampton and, um, ooh, it's going to bug me that I can't. Jeffrey Combs. Jeffrey Combs, thank you, uh, and who are both in Reanimator, and they kind of, like, swap roles um, from Reanimator, where Combs is kind of the villain, Crampton's the victim, and now in this one, she's more of, like, the mad science well she's not the mad scientist but she's the one that's more intrigued by the experiment also um, easy on the Hampton. yeah i mean she's yep. and she still is like just so gorgeous she very rocks. much um, still oh yeah but um it, it's just such a wild movie you can definitely see where like slither got its ideas from like in terms of like the monster and stuff if you guys have seen oh james yeah gun? james gun yep. um that was james gun yeah sure was that movie's fucking great too um but yeah, no, so I gave that a rewatch. Um, I was excited to have it, you know, because I... That was actually Sarah's Valentine's present for me. It came much earlier than we it was pre-ordered. But, um, and then I watched, uh, thank you, a Lucio Fulci movie, 1972, um, Don't Torture a Duckling, which is kind of a giallo, but not really-ish, but it's about, um, this Italian isle that's trying to investigate so much children. 
Um, it wasn't as much horror as it was kind of like a noir kind of thing. Uh, Italian, obviously. Um, I actually watched it after we podcast, and uh, it was cool. It's definitely like one of Lucio Fulci's claimed classic movies. He also did City of the Living Dead, The Beyond, which I love all of those movies. Um, but it's it's on Tubi. It's worth checking out uh, if you're into the Italian. If you like Jalo, you'll work. Nice. Guys, anything else before we talk about Lake Mungo? Oh yeah, Falling Skies. But I'm talking Jake, about that. A, yeah, Falling Skies from TNT. It takes place in Boston too. That's where it Stars starts off. Noah Wiley. Do the aliens invade Boston? All right, why don't we take a quick 90-second break for a word from our sponsors, and then we shall come back and talk about Lake Mungo. It's official. The critics' decision is in. Spooky World is spooktacular. Enter the new black hole. If you dare. Or the new horror house of wax. This year, don't miss the real Jason, Bobby Pickett, or Alice Cooper. Phone the 24-hour Spooky World hotline. 508-830-200. That's 508-830-200. Spooky World is just west of Boston. And haunts every night from October 1st till November 1st. If you had the nerve, you'd phone 508-830-200. It's American's horror theme park. Spooky World. Be scared. I'm the super sweet monster with the super sweet new cereal, Count Chocula. Biffle. Here's the super sweet new cereal, Frankenberry. But I've got chocolate sweeties for monstrous chocolate flavor. Well, I've got berry flavored sweeties for monstrous strawberry flavor. Count Chocula. Frankenberry. Hi. <laughs> Frankenberry. Count Chocula. Creepy flowers! Time is alive! It's alive! The new face of evil is going to scare you to death. Barrett's Haunted Mansion, it's killing this year. Then be next door to the Abington Airlines. Barrett's Haunted Mansion. Eat, drink, and be scary. Go to bhmansion.com. All right, gentlemen, are we uh, ready to talk about Lake Mungo now that we're back? Okay. Matt, I will defer to you first. Talk about Lake Mungo, my friend. Cool. Um, So this is the third time I've watched this movie, Um, and it's just as fucking creepy (laughs) the third time watching it. Um, This movie does... So it's about this family that goes on vacation, and while they're away, their daughter disbelie drowns in uh, a lake or river, whatever they're... Uh, they're not at Lake Mungo when they go on this trip. So, throughout the movie, it's a, basically a documentary about the family and the occurrences that happened to them afterwards, where their house started to be haunted. There was ghostly apparitions in her room, this and the other thing, and so on and so forth. And it kind of goes from there. And there's a lot of twists and turns that come from... And it gets really fucked up. As it goes on, you end up finding out there's a lot more to, I'm sure we'll get into later. Yep. Um, but this movie has to have one of the most frightening jump scares, I think, probably ever. Um, and just, like, reveals in, like, horror movies. Because every time I watch this movie, I, like, I just, I'm just stressed. Because I'm like, I know it's going to happen. And even though I know it's going to happen, it's it, this is one of the only movies that, Makes me actually, I like physically have a reaction to it every fucking time. For reference, uh, so Lake Mungo ranked number 28 on Shudder's 101 Scariest Horror Movie Moments. 
And for, uh, again, for reference, Wreck was number 20 that wow. we talked about last week, which I think this movie is I think leaps is and bounds yeah. scarier than Wreck. I did say oh Wreck God, was one of yeah. the scariest found footage movies I've seen, but I, I said one. <laughs> so, okay, here's the question going in. Obviously, this is a documentary, not necessarily a mockumentary. This is actually a documentary. There's a lot of found footage in it. You guys find this to qualify for found footage February. Do you think a found footage movie? Yes, uh, and I thought about that. Too. I thought so too. Because I was like, oh, this is kind of like technically, but but it is a mockumentary in terms of in terms of its real not life, real. Yeah. 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 Well, yes. It's not a mocking of. It's yeah, it's a docking. It's a docking. Cat, Cat was just when I watched it with Cat for the. She saw it for the first time the other day, and she's not here tonight, obviously. Um, she was having such a hard time, like understanding, like is this real? And I was like, no, it's not real. It's absolutely. Should have just told real. her. Yes. Did she read the like <laughs> synopsis of the movie? Yeah, I know. And like how it's under horror. <laughs> yes. So I was, I was just like, no, it's not real. It's a documentary or a mockumentary, whatever you want to call it. But just like, just watch it and pay attention to it for what it is. And I don't think she really liked it. I can't understand personally because this movie fucking rocks. Yeah. Anywho, uh, Andrew, what do you think of this movie? Let's start off by saying, out of every found footage film I've seen, actually not every found because, like we said, this is it does classify i think too i would agree i don't think they could have done a better job of making you actually believe that this is a documentary than i mean you yeah. like like you just said granted we're talking about cat here but if you put this movie like you started 20 seconds in before the person and the person has no idea what you're watching and they just watch that they would probably think that that's a documentary <coughs> the acting in this is absolutely phenomenal the way they read their lines and they make it sound like they're actually doing a documentary yeah. is so well done because you see it all the time in a lot of movies that do this thing. And it's so forced and it's so like it's you can tell yeah. that they're reading on a sheet. It's the it's the younger son talking and putting in the ums and the, the pausing and it's just very well done. It's a nuance that's like very difficult, I would imagine. That's what that movie yeah. Megan is missing lacked was the naturalness of its like delivery. Storytelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's where I think this is one of the strongest points of the movie oh. is that it's extremely fucking. Bl- you would never, you you could not make, you could not differentiate this between or like making a. It informs oh, it like the way yeah. it's done. It is done absolutely perfect. This is a top tier. Top tier, Final like. Movie. This certainly feels like a family that's like in pain. Yeah. Thinking about their daughter that's gone, and, and it's everybody in it though too. Yeah. Does and a the perfect job. Their dad, so, their the mom, so the brother, like, the side it's characters, great. the the, the yes. fucking medium Ray. Or There's whatever the so much is. more of the story that unfolds too that makes it so much more gut wrenching. Because you're yeah. like, oh my god, like when you realize some of the stuff that happens. That whole aspect is fucked. It's soup, and it's very sad because yeah. it's like Jesus Christ, like you just like. It's it was very upsetting, but it just this like much more sinister, like void of where it goes. So. Yeah. Well, I feel like this movie is more so about grief. This is a movie like I would compare very much to like Hereditary. Okay. In terms of the fact that it's about like the loss of a loved one, right? It's mostly about that. Yes, there's some supernatural things going on. You find out. Obviously, this movie is. 14 years old so if you haven't seen it yet stop it still feels very new it does but i mean like you know you have 
the dead sibling and the brother trying to make up for the fact that like, hey, this person's dead. It's kind of my fault. What can I do to try and reconsider this? Which is weird, but he yeah, decides that he's going to like, you know, okay, recreate photographs and get his mom that all last week was weird. Up. Yeah, that was I weird. I kind of wish that they went in a different direction. But his storyline though, thing. because like you're showing me this clearly fucked up individual that this grief has fucked them. I kind of would have liked to see him do something wild at some point in the movie because he was doing all this weird shit. And then the reasoning behind it was like, I thought it would make my mom feel better. Yeah. Why would that make anybody feel better? Quite odd. Quite odd. Well, because they thought, they got to the point that they thought she was still alive. Yeah. Yeah. But shouldn't the husband have stepped in and been like, listen. Well, he even he was like, yeah, well, because they started fuck, making me they feel like I fucking was wrong. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So those two people were fucked up dealing with this grief. If they had like done something weird with them, that would have been kind of cool. But well, other than that. That's one of the things that I thought was like a, an extremely exciting point of the movie is that they were so bewildered by these images that they went as far as of exhuming yeah. her yeah. body. Imagine that. Yeah, like the sun comes just out. even like the, hey, the daddy. I uh, well, like, yeah. even just like the dad in the family. He's just like he's being interviewed and he's saying like I even had doubt in myself that I potentially saw her dead because my wife was so convinced, sure, yeah. so convinced that she was still out there. Like that's gonna be a horrifying feeling. Like what if I actually what did if I blew it? Yeah, misidentifier, which I feel like is obviously. Not one of the scariest parts of the movie, but obviously adds to the element of the scares. Like it's just fucking. It's just ins- very. It's, it's so scary grim. to think about. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just, think that's a picture perfect. Like that's a that's a husband that's beaten down by the grief of his yeah. own wife. Yeah. That he started questioning that because like if you qu- like, you're not gonna mistake that. Like, he definitely to, hasn't had sex in a while either, for sure. Probably not. <laughs> I mean, his I mean, neighbor yeah, had that's sex. Fair to say. But, yeah. You know, that whole aspect is fucking. Uh yes. All right, so uh, Lake Mungo came out in 2008, by the way. You want to talk about some of the other horror movies from the year of our Lord, 2008? Yeah, I think we dive let's in full-blown. All right, so, so let's see what it got. <laughs> What's that? I said I wanted to talk more about the creepy part. We, we certainly still can. Uh, I'm going to hit on the more, int- uh, apparently, through the A's. And, uh, 2008 was not very good of a year for horror, I have Beyond Loch Ness. Ever heard of it? Beyond the Rave. Nope. Anyone? Uh, let's see. Cloverfield. The first movie that I've heard of. So also far. found footage. Uh, actually, also found footage. And a movie highly, that I would have considered nominating for this movie. For this month, I should say. I say actually highly like, unlikely that you're filming all of what is going on there yeah. at yeah. points of that movie. Like, when the month... I'd throw the, the fucking camera. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. There's a monster trying yeah. to eat me. No one's going to watch this when, on YouTube. Uh, Die already. That, like, there is a part of that movie that stuck with me. It's when the girl, they're in the tunnel and the thing yep. attacks the girl. And girl gets bitten. They get into that little, like, tent. And she's like, I don't feel so good. And her fucking head explodes. It's like, yep. oh, my God, dude. Like, she looks fucked up before she even gets in there. But, like, that's just such a great, subtle body horror element thrown in there. That I would I say was so fucking scary to most people who have not seen Cloverfield. If you have not seen that movie, that is a great PG thirteen kill. That is uh, very over the top. Yep. Yeah. Which yeah, that's pretty pretty. That's gotta be one good. of the best PG thirteen kills ever. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's gross. Uh, if uh, if gross. I'm saying that, that still sticks with. I can see it in my head. <laughs> 
also in 2008, I believe this was either his last film or one of his last films, uh, Diary of the Dead, which was directed by George A. Romero. Great movie. Actually, very good found footage. An- another found footage. Shit. There's a little bit of a pattern. Uh, Eden Lake. That's a popular one with I Michael Fassbender s- and Kelly Riley. I don't think I've ever seen that. Okay, fair enough. See what else we got here. Want to make sure I don't. What year is this? I feel the, like there's a bunch of the crappening guys. <laughs> the happening. The happening. So there's a new M Night Shyamalan movie. Which out this I've week. heard it's decent. Yeah, I've heard it's decent. My buddy saw it. Yeah, he said it was. He said it was a little underwhelming, but. Guys, The Happening is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, that's easily the worst movie. That's like the last one of the worst. That's that's what you could either get. You get The Last of Us or The Happening. Like they do it so well, and then you you have like a fungal infection, or you have pollen is killing everybody. It's like take a fucking take bucket, (laughs) take an Allegra, dude. Yeah, (laughs) go get an Allegra. I take one every day. Uh, guys, Let the Right One In came out in 2008 yeah. also. That's a Best of the year. Awesome movie. Yep. Actually, so far, based off of what you've said. Probably is. Yep. Uh, let's see. What else? Ooh, let's see. Uh, Martyrs. Oh, guys. She just skips uh, right over it. Wait, Martyrs? Did uh-huh. Martyrs is from 2008. Oh, there it is. Yep. I still haven't watched that. I got That's one you're going to want to cuddle up with like a piece <laughs> box of Ritz crackers. Yeah. It's, it's uh, a heavy watch. The Midnight, the Midnight Meat Train, which is based Ooh, on I the Clive Barker. I love that With movie. Uh, my boy Bradley I Cooper. Watched, uh, you know what movie yeah, I you forgot on my watch that. list mm-hmm. that I forgot about that I just watched um, last night that reminded me of that movie? Is this called Creep? Not the like 2004. That Sean Harris, the British actor. His name Sean Harris? I don't know, but it's basically this fucking weird creature that's living in like the tunnels underneath the uh listening Go ahead. oh underneath like the uh the train station in britain the uk and like this girl falls asleep waiting to be with her to the train station creature opens up the doors to the stop it's trying Rapes to eat him. him yeah no it's, <laughs> yeah, trying yeah. To eat him. it's basically like this this creature it's like it reminded me a lot of the descent but it's just some dude just some eating people some dude that lives, lives underneath yeah it's Chud. some like, fucking <laughs> dude, dude right? it's sean harris yeah, I know. I know the actor. He's he was in, in the bo- he, one of he's the in Bond Prometheus. Movies. He was in Prometheus. He yep. was in. Uh, oh, I love, I love he was Prometheus. in uh, that other weird movie that you didn't like, Spider. Uh, Spider. He's like he has like the puppet. Oh, dude, like, Possum. Possum. Yeah, yeah I fucking movie. hated that. Movie. He was he was good in that though. Like he's a very good actor. See a fucking therapist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but isn't that every horror movie? See a fucking yeah, therapist? but like this guy, like was Michael just, Myers. This guy, well, he tried to see a therapist, loser. and that didn't like, work. It's like Jesus Christ, <laughs> see a therapist. Get over your fucking movie. puppets. It was, it, that movie was just so that. But I he's really good. He's a very movie. good actor. I'm a very tolerant horror movie watcher, and that movie, I was like, I was like belligerently mad that I spent like the 90 <laughs> minutes. Uh, guys, also in 2008, probably the movie that Cat thought she saw when she watched Wreck. Was uh, quarantine? Did you guys the American remake of Wreck? Okay, Did you guys watch Wreck together? Yes. Okay, because she probably just <laughs> nope. She nope. probably would have rather watched quarantine. She probably oh, she actually, rather, did. She like Wreck? Yeah. My uh, buddy, no. She remember she hated it. She hates she everything. Fucking hated she it. doesn't my, like found footage. My buddy, when I posted the po- the the poster of it on, <laughs> messaged me. He's like, I started watching this. <laughs> You're like, yeah, but this is the quarantine's the remake. That's like cat watching Ring before watching like Ring Ring-Goo. Yeah. That's uh, uh, or I didn't even know that there was like an American version of Pulse. Did you know that? What, what was it called? Pulse. Oh, I, no, I didn't know I, that they were the same it. movie. It, it was yeah, it was a remake really? starring Kristen uh, Kristen Bell in like 2007. And they really the reviews are the same. Like this movie gets trashed. Boop. Like everything Boop. that the Japanese horror film did well, this movie moves gets out of the way. Stupid fight okay. scenes and just yeah, right. fuck that. It ruins it. They just ruin everything. 
Well, you know what movie doesn't bring up poop and is a great <laughs> horror movie? I'm going to put poop on you. Awesome little horror movie based on an awesome little horror book is The Ruins. That mm. came out in 2008. Ruined! Ruined! I, I would ruin you. love The Ruins. That is <laughs> yeah. one of my favorite stupid horror movies. Brutal so, horror, uh, body horror. Oh, it's I know so good. Your answer, Andrew, have either of you read the book? No. Oh, my God, the book is better. This you don't know that. I Am King. I've read the book. Uh, I've read this book, too. Oh, I, I just asked you, and you said no. No, you didn't even let me answer. You, you just did, said, Andrew, you did say I know. You said his no. Answer. And you were right, because I, no. I have not seen, read this book, because yeah. okay. I do not read books. So, wait, you just said you did read well, the book. Well, don't fucking assume that I didn't read it. That's the point I, I assumed make. correctly. I don't know who uh, read the book or not. <laughs> did I, I did, read the book? I did read the book. <laughs> nobody reads fucking books. Go ahead, Shut you up. dork. No, I was just saying nobody reads books. Cool. I read um, books. I do, I do. Everybody reads books. I did, this book. And the movie is just as good. It's yeah. fucking awesome. It's really good. I did have someone. This was another one. The one I posted the poster. Someone was. Like, I let you borrow it. I have it upstairs. Huh? Yeah. I'm still in the middle of the troop. I'm gonna start reading some books. Called. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot you started reading that. What's that? I started listening to. Okay. Listening to. Yeah. It. Yeah, clarify something. If you guys claim, <laughs> we to, know. If you fucking claim to read we, a book and you listen to it. We know. Doesn't count. I'm we sorry. Know. I listened we to know. a lot of albums. I didn't write them. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I don't Guys, hear uh, Saw 5 or Saw V also came out in 2008. Uh, not good. I, sorry. Nope. And never did I. Let's see what else. Shutter, Spike, Shutter Split, was a, another remake of a Japanese horror yeah, movie. That's correct. Lots of remakes. Oh, The Strangers, guys. The Strangers. Classic. That's a classic. One of the best. Yep. The best. Liv Tyler and, um, hey, has Scott Speedman, the other lead, Opposite Liv Tyler, been in anything else in his entire life. Scott Speedman? Have we heard of that? Uh, I just assumed that that was the same guy that's in all the Insidious and Conjuring movies, because that nope. guy's face. Uh, Patrick, Patrick, no, Wilson. Patrick yeah, Wilson. Yeah, might as well be the same guy, because they both look exactly uh, the same. No, Patrick Wilson. Oh, dude, have you ever seen handsome. Hard Candy? Oh, great movie. With Patrick Wilson, and um, is it is that um, their name? El, it was Eleanor Elliot? Page, not Elliot Page. Elliot yeah. yeah. Um, that that's a fucking fucked. trip, dude, yeah. yeah. The fuck and he movie. he he uh, performs his balls off in that movie. <laughs> literally. literally, yeah, literally. Literally, what does that mean? What does that mean? Seinfeld reference. Uh, guys, yeah. Guys. So that was two thousand and eight in horror. Pretty um, good. Loosely, there's a lot of fucking loosely. movies on that list. I mean, no, no I, you didn't name any movies that I probably watched. Because I know I watched a lot of bad. Oh, that's why I was like, Martyrs is in here. I'm gonna look at this Somewhere list. Here. Why don't you turn uh, that list over this let's, way? Let's talk about we'll Lake look at my own Let's list. talk about yeah, Lake Mungo because it's uh, more of what we're here to talk about. Is it? So what else about Lake Mungo? Anything else other than the fact that it's fucking wicked scary and crazy it's, scary and stupid scary the entire scary time? Yeah, sure is. Um, here's my question: How did she die? Yeah, I thought that was pretty obvious. She just drowned? Randomly are, just drowned? What, okay, what are we missing? Tell us. You're missing the fact that she committed suicide. She didn't drown. She yeah. committed suicide. That's how okay. she died, clearly. She saw her own death. It freaked her out. She couldn't live with that fact that she saw her death, and she ended up just committing suicide. It's about so, grief and mental, like, she... All right, can we uh, throw the spoiler... I mean, I think I feel like we have already, but yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> so, an hour and eight minutes in, spoiler flag is down, son. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, um. So there's a scene in the movie where the the son is set up cameras all over the house trying to capture paranormal. Life. 
And even after it's been exposed that he was kind of fabricating some of the images, just like we had kind of mentioned earlier, him and this other like photographer guy kind of take a trip, but they leave the cameras up. And while they do that, there's a tape that shows that someone was in Alice's Alice Alice's, and yes. they look at that and they're like, "That's a fucking person." And it ends up being one of the neighbors. The Toothers? Yeah, something like that. Um, One of the neighbors that she used to babysit for um, previously. And the mom ends up kind of snooping around in the room. And you find out that the neighbor was broke into the house looking in her room to try and find a videotape that showed them having sex with you. And his wife. Um, Certainly wild. Yeah, threesome. Yeah. And um, so it was a pretty heavy kind of twist, in my opinion. I remember seeing that and being like, holy fuck, dude. Um, And being, there she is. (laughs) Miss America. We'll be able to hear Cats five minutes on this. And just how much she hates Lake Mango. Yeah, Um, yeah. It's okay. Uh, Miller Lite, please. Thank you. Okay. And um, go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. You, you have this just really out of nowhere kind of left turn yeah. twist. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And then she starts reading the diary entries, and this is where for me the movie really like I like sunk like a fucking rock in my yeah. stomach. Is where she's like reading this diary entry about her not really being able to feel like a person anymore, and having a hard time just looking at things and being normal, and like if something she knows something's wrong with her. And now that you have said that, like, obviously she committed suicide by drowning, when did that journal entry get written? Before she saw the cell phone or after? This sounds after she got, you know, molested, raped with her, like, because she was, she had to be, like, she was in high school. They're clearly grown and have children. They're probably in their 40s. Having a threesome. Having a threesome, an underage threesome. Yeah. And so she has all this built up guilt, she did, I mean, shame, well, pain from this, and she doesn't even feel like she can go talk to her own parents about it. Like, that's why the ghost is in that room standing over their bed at the end. Yeah. Because that's her in real life wanting to say something to her parents, and then she realizes, I can't even tell. And so she goes off on this trip, sees her fucking fate, because she knows it's basically, it was almost like a demon tempting her. You want to do it, just fucking do it. End it all. That's what I. That's my okay. I mean, well, it's a depressing movie, sure. It certainly is. It's, so it's, it puts you in a depressing state of mind, so yeah. you have these opinions on this movie. I, that's why it, it was just. It was. It wasn't even horror. It was just like a psychological fuck. Yeah, this movie's about grief. Yeah, it's it not necessarily about ghosts. I mean, there are some ghosts in it, but it's very much like hereditary yeah. in the sense that it's like a, it's about grief and grieving and how the fact that. You know, when you are grieving over something, it never truly goes away. And this movie, I feel like, shows that even more so, like in a documentary sense or a mockumentary oh, sense, whatever the fuck you want to call it, in a much more true sense than a movie from a hereditary shows, like people that continue on in a dramatic sense. And this, movie, does this, in this a is just like a whole different version. These but people it's the are just doing movie. their thing. Like, you nailed that perfectly. What a great fucking. Com- like, it's a different style, wow. but it is. Okay. Thank you. Hereditary. And I also, my effort, too, was to make this conversation as deep and unnerving as possible before Kat rude opinion on this movie. So I that was my whole thing. Because well, I know what she's going to say. She's going to trash it. But I wanted to make her finish. feel real bad. Now that, I was like, it's about grief. Now that Death, she has awoken, <laughs> um, guys, we have an unexpected guest in the last, you know, 
however Thank long of this podcast it lasts, Thank we have Kat who has arrived. <laughs> arrived. She has a ribbon. Hello. Hello. Good How's your night go? Good evening. Good evening. What's going on? Not too much. Okay. Um, so I need your thoughts about three things. I need you to hit me with them succinctly and quickly. They're all going to be the same I'm, thought, I'm very though. good at being succinct. No, no. Quick, I know. So. All right. So. Okay. Ready? So. Go. Ready? First thing. Last of Us episode four. What would you think? Quick. Good. That's as quick as you can. Okay. <laughs> not going to get quicker. You said quick. Not good. Not goodest. Good. good. I know this is not going to get good. Suck. No, I liked it. I liked no. the way that they did okay. the, the no, Catherine, the your oh, thoughts oh, well, on, yeah, yes, I listen, good. Yes. more than good or bad, mm-hmm. your thoughts on Skinamarink. Talk to me about Skinamarink. <laughs> I fucking told you. Ass Nailed that. sucked. It was awful. It was horrendous. I hated every minute of it. I think I said ass sucked too earlier. You, you could like, I think my final last word, suck ass. Like, ass yeah. sucked. <laughs> like, it was yeah, horrible. Suck ass. It, it was horrible. It so... Was, Everything it was, was of, of no redeeming quality to you Perhaps, at all. having watched this movie with Kat, that may have influenced my opinion. What? Because we were feeding off each other? Yeah, yeah. Like how much we were, yeah but sucked. we were both watching oh, together. together? We oh, watched, okay. Well, Mike was yes. there and he fell asleep, but we were watching mm-hmm. it together. And it was, this movie sucks. And Kat was like, yeah, this movie sucks. And I was like, fuck this movie. I was like, well, it was just pictures. This movie sucks, Mike. Most of it was <laughs> pictures. And then it was, it, just got, it was very annoying. It was hard to watch. I hated it. I hated it. Period. Like my Quick, good job. Done. Okay, okay. Succinct. Now, now the more elongated. Talk to me about Lake Mungo. I don't like the um, fictional found footage. I don't like them. I don't like them. No, this, this found, found footage, footage whatever. Movies. This is a made-up found footage movie. It's, it's fake, fake documentary, yes. every mockumentary. Found movie, every found footage is made no, up. No, this is like this one's like fake. It's all made up, and then like even well, like, in the terms through, of like the kid making up this. The stuff, whole story. Yeah. Is so it's made not like it's not like Blair Witch It's not like a document. I don't know. I just I I don't like it, and then I didn't like that. Like in the middle of it, he's like, I made up all this other stuff, and then I'm like, well, that's just this, and then I'm just watching more and more like bullshit, and I just got I just got angry. I didn't. But you know why he did it, though, right? Yeah, I get why he did it, but I mean. I, I didn't like it. I didn't like the vibe. It was too complex. It was. I will give it I will give it to you all that it was with her because that whole, like, in the background thing is very creepy. Very creepy. I will give that to everyone. Very creepy. Yes. Um, it was creepy at different parts. Different little jump scares. But. Okay. That's fine. That's Fair my, point. We all don't have way, to like everything. Down. Yeah. I mean, for sure. I, I mean, you're you stupid. Ha- you haven't liked We're, we're 0 for 2. You're on stupid. You're so actually, stupid for not like. I think I have a fucking slam dunk for found footage February. So. To be fair, um, you haven't liked two of the threes, and you haven't seen the third. That I'm we've curious. Covered this month. I'm curious what her opinions were on last year's. What did we do last year? We I did don't Creep, Blair, uh, Blair Witch. Did we do Blair Witch? I, creep, Blair Witch Project. I like Blair Witch. Did you like Creep? She doesn't even know if I she don't watched remember. it. Remember? No, I don't remember. To be honest, she certainly doesn't remember the movie. She didn't That's like for it. sure. I don't think found footage February is for me. It's just not my style. We definitely it's did a VHS. Just... I mean, that's okay if it's not for you. That's it's fine. just... Yeah, so you just don't like the genre. Yeah, the genre. I don't like the, the genre. genre. No, I don't. You know? <laughs> I think I found one you'll like. Okay. We're going to do it in next Now, week. the standard is high. So... Instead of the... So. If... We'll, we'll see, though. She's the deciding okay. factor. You have to watch both, though, so... Oh, I also two? I also have to watch two. Yes, as do I. Oh, Chad, if you don't watch, watch if you don't watch both, you don't get a decision. Fair. So we're watch both. She can watch the conspiracy without me. For sure. You should watch the other one. Better. You like the other one? Butterfly okay. kisses. Butterfly kisses. <laughs> All right, guys. 
Now that Kat's here, <laughs> is there anything else we want to say about Lake Mungo other than the fact that it's fucking scary as fuck? Well, we gotta get into that. Oh yeah, let's talk about the end. Andrew, Kat. I mean, I like the ending. <laughs> the, like uh, when they the like cell when phone, they're moving. The discovered cell phone. Oh no, is... I think meant like the end. Discovered the cell creepy. But the discovered cell phone is the... I didn't realize you meant, like, the one true, like, the scariest scene in the history of... <laughs> yeah, scary. I thought yeah. you were talking that, about... Like, like I thought you... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant, like, the end. Like, when they find, when they take a picture of the house at the end, like, Ugh. somehow they zoom in enough. Like, that's my only gripe with this movie is, like, you're going through an Dude, hour and a half of footage. Like, every time I watch that... For stuff, I, like, half the time I'm like, I don't even see it. Can you make it a little more visible? Every time I watch that, I, I still... I fucking... I kind of cover my face. Because I'm like, so, am I going to see something I didn't notice the fucking last time? And right. I'm going to jump out of my fucking... So that's what I do when I watch the movie. I'm, like, staring in corners looking for weird shit happening in the... The yeah. best movie for that. It's, it's like The Haunting of Hill House, but for movies. Well, because even they're like, here's the creep figure, but then let's pan over here, and there's another creepy figure in this other corner. It's the well, neighbor the next too, door. Because there's yeah. nothing to be gained. That's yeah. having yeah. sex with a dog. Most of what's wow. going well, on, there's what nothing I was saying to be gained was like one of the most fucked up parts scene. of the movie. Yeah. yeah. But even still, like, the idea before, like, you find <laughs> out that the brother is superimposing these images is, like, you look that backyard one. <laughs> That scared the shit out of me the really? first time I watched yeah. it because I was like, "Can you fucking imagine that your your one of your family members has passed away and you fucking see them in the backyard and you've already you know they're dead? Yeah, that's wild. Like that really was like, I was, oh man, like that is fucking yeah. terrifying. But and I it's mean, like there's it's nothing sinister fake. about it, but it's still just no, so I get it. creepy. But there's something about that genre where those type of things don't scare me because I but feel like I'm watching it. it yeah, you find out that it's fake, but when the first time you're watching it, you don't know that I it's was fake. like, you didn't what know it was the fake. fuck? My fake. Why did you tell her that? You ruined the movie? She asked if it was a real documentary. <gasps> no, was like, was she so asking funny. if the apparitions were real? Or was I she said, no, I was like, is no, this no, a documentary? Like, and he said, oh, no, it's well, a mockumentary. Okay, well, it's all that's fake. all I said. If I anyone like, that reads oh. this, like, that's what I was saying. Thought, if you put well, it's a fictional movie. movie. Right, but if I think if, if I thought that it was real, I think it would be real. Yeah, but who's going into movie being like, I don't know if this is real or fake. Do you if this was a real thing? What kind of a fucking psychopath are you? I mean, I think I want to think things are real. It's someone that has, like, no... scarier. There's a what? movie coming out. I'm not even gonna read a line about it. I, mean, I don't want to know anything. And like, how are you not getting inundated with what? Like, it's like go. Like, so did you go to the Blair Witch Project and think that, that movie was theaters. real? Did you um, think it was a real yeah, movie? Yeah, of course I did. When I was a kid, of course I did. When you were a kid, like how old? When it came out. When did it come out? Ninety-nine. 99. That, I was I was a kid. I was twelve. Uh, and so you just assumed that they just yeah, like, random like, video. Yeah, I was just like twelve, thirteen. How the fuck would I know? Well, I mean that, that happened point. to a lot of people, I guess. How a lot of people named Cat, but um, I, you you knew when you were 13, 14, that, that was all fake. Well, I when know. I saw commercials it on TV like, for it, I assumed real. it was a fake thing. Whatever. All right, Whatever. all right, you two. <laughs> what are we fucking talking? You about actually uh, came up with a good point of you know contention here. So, what's a scary movie? Lake Mungo or Blair Witch Project? I think it's way yeah. scarier. Well, I think I mean, Blair Witch Project's way scarier. Yeah, I think really, really. I, I, I think yeah. Lake Mungo is creepy. I I have... It necessarily didn't scare me. Oh, that's how I feel about Blair Witch. I think Blair wow. Witch Project, uh, Project is one of the most overrated movies of all time. I do, but I, I still don't think Lake. Like, here's the other caveat to that all statement is that I also saw the scariest movie moment before I had seen the fucking okay. movie, yeah. so it ruined it. That's for fair. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Ruined. 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 Yeah, speaking of ruined for you. Honestly, that, like, well, again. I should have turned it off. 
hazard included when you're that. watching that show. I know, show. I should turn it off, but like... Or I'm watching the show. I don't seconds. want to turn it off. I yeah. want to watch it. Yeah, like, let's, hey, I... let's 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 not be hypocrites, and we want right, to say what's fine. on the cell phone. Um, yeah, yeah. Actually, though, fair enough. I had seen the scariest movie moment for Pulse, and that movie's still fucking scary because that moment, that different. Type I don't of even heart. remember what it was. So once I get that, and I, I'm gonna be getting it hopefully in the next yeah. couple weeks. It happens, but the thing with that, the scariest parts of that movie, I don't want to spoil it. Happened very early on to me. So. Okay. It's not like I'm spoiling the movie. It happens within like yeah, but you said it's minutes. it's very heavy, so that means that, that movie, by the end of the to movie, me, I'm I think feel that something. I just think, I think it's heavy. But then again, I'm mm. no, I you are, know you are you. I am me. That's for sure. You are you. <laughs> there is no rain. doubt that you are you. <laughs> I already said uh, that earlier, gentlemen and lady. <laughs> is there anything else that we want to talk about in regards to Lake Mungo before we sign off for the evening? No. Shutter. <laughs> yeah, honestly, if you haven't seen this, yeah, I don't know how you. I don't know what? how you. I don't know how you wouldn't like me. If you like found footage, like holy shit, how? Have you if you like documentaries, well, both. This is yeah. extremely well. Not. All right, hold on, ladies, gentlemen, <laughs> listeners. Guess what? If you're listening to this show, you can find us exactly <laughs> where you're listening, <laughs> the same place next week. But if you're looking for a new. <laughs> Was like you can find us on Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, and wherever else you may find your podcasts. My name is Mike. I've been joined by Andrew, Kat, and Matt. Guys, say goodbye to your... Good evening. Goodbye. Sayonara, motherfucker. Adios. <laughs> Thanks for your contribution. Hey everyone, it's Mike from America's Hometown Horror and just wanted to say thank you again for listening to another episode of our show because of course we would be nothing without you listeners. If you are interested in more local Plymouth podcasts, I would highly recommend you check out uh, some shows by our cohorts on the Inebriart Podcast Network. That's right, the Inebriart Podcast Network, folks. In addition to America's Hometown Horror, you can find the Inebriart Podcast, Bar Talk, Theme Park Legends, Retro Redoctopus and Old Colony Cast, head on over and give them a listen.